I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the link in the description. Ghost Maps is hosted on Libsyn. Get up to two months of free podcast hosting for your show from Libsyn with the promo code HANTU. Check out the description for more details. Ghost Maps. Entry 68. Sembawang, Singapore. Hi, I'm Ernie. I've been friends with the collector for about two years now. We had a couple of mutual acquaintances. But considering how many people he speaks with, I guess I'm not surprised. He's asked me to fill in for him for this entry while he's away. Something about putting distance between himself and the spirit world. Which sounds a bit disturbing to me, but he assures me it's safe. Anyway, today, I'm speaking with a 30-something named Jay. Jay is a waiter at a small cafe. I'm actually meeting him where he works, on his lunch break. I asked if he would rather go somewhere else, but he seems happy to just relax here. He tells me that he enjoys his work. Sure, it can get hectic, but he gets a sense of peace at the simplicity of what he does. Come in, do the best you can, go home and live his life. I confess that it's a way of life that's pretty foreign for me. He laughs and says that he understands. With the way the world is, it can be a bit of a jarring approach for some. But Jay tells me that he has always been this way, even when he was serving his national service. And this is when I take out my phone, switch on the voice recording app, noting that he's only got 45 minutes left for his lunch break. I ask Jay to start from the beginning. Jay was a storeman during his national service, but he was probably known more for what he didn't do instead of what he did. He tells me that he managed to get out of his duties for most of his time in camp. He says it was because of how well he got along with his officers. But it also helped that he would happily volunteer for night duties. A lot of his other servicemen naturally preferred to get a full night's sleep. Jay, however, reasoned that with fewer people around, odds were that there would be less for him to do. And of course, that meant more time for him to nap as well. There was one particular night though, when Jay's nap time would be cut short. He was on duty with an officer named Ridwan. The pair would be holed up in one of the camp's offices. 
There, they'll be visited every once in a while by some of the other NS men in the camp who were on guard duty. The men on guard duty were just checking in with Ridwan, letting him know how things were on their patrol. Nothing out of the ordinary. Except, Jay noticed that there was a distinct knock from the men whenever they stopped by. He didn't think much about it until at around 3 a.m. He heard someone knocking at the door. This took him by surprise. Not because there was someone at the door, but because they didn't deliver the same rhythm as the other knocks. Before he could open the door, however, Jay was stopped by Redwan. Jay began to ask the officer why, when he saw that Redwan was silently gesturing for him to be quiet. Again, the knocks came monotonously. And then, a third time. Before, the voice of an old man came from outside. The old man asked them to open the door. It didn't sound angry, but a chill went up Jay's spine. There was something terrifying about how calm the old man was. Almost like it was willing to wait as long as it took for them to open the door. The old man kept calling out to them and knocking at the door for an hour. And then finally, silence. Still, Redwan and Jay waited for a good 15 minutes before either of them spoke. Jay tells me that it almost felt like both of them were holding their breath the entire time. Eventually, Jay asked Redwan, what was that all about? But before Redwan could answer, one of the men on guard duty radioed in. There was a strange old man along their prowling route. Three men, Leonard, Wilson, and Vishnu, had come across the old man. The man was standing amidst a cluster of old, abandoned buildings. The buildings looked like they hadn't been occupied or used for any exercises in decades. Their windows were broken, their walls were dull, grey with a layer of sickly green moss growing on them. The old man smiled at the three soldiers, but didn't say anything. Like the voice that Jay had heard, there was something off about the old man's smile. Seemingly genial, but hiding something far more sinister. Ridwan, in as calm a voice as he could manage, told the men to turn around and leave. He said that they were absolutely not to engage the old man, no matter what. The men did as they were told, 
But as they walked away, they heard the old man calling out to them in the same tone that Jay and Red One had heard. They wanted to run, but fear kept them moving at an even pace. Eventually, they reached the office where Red One and Jay were, and Red One finally told them why they should never speak with the old man. The story about the old man had been passed around the camp for years. Red One heard it from some of the Incheks, who in turn heard it from their seniors. A pair of soldiers in the late 80s had seen the old man while prowling on guard duty. It was not the first time the old man had been seen, but it was the first time someone had spoken to him. One of the soldiers said, that they should leave him alone. The other, however, thought it would be funny to ask the old man for lucky 4D numbers. The old man didn't respond verbally when the man asked, but his expression changed. He looked angry. The soldiers continued on their prowl, but somehow, during the night, the one who had spoken to the old man disappeared. His buddy had no idea how he'd gone missing. One minute he was there with him, the next minute he wasn't. The next morning, after scouring the camp with a few other soldiers and officers, they found him. He was on the third floor of one of those abandoned buildings crying and shaking in a corner. Jay looks at his watch and tells me that his break's almost over. He gets up, puts his apron back on, and returns to work. Judging by the absolutely content look on his face, you could never tell what he went through that night in camp. I look around the cafe and wonder to myself, just what kind of stories does everyone else here hide? This episode of Ghost Maps was guest narrated by me, Ernie. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Hantu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps is a Huntu production, created by Kyle Ong and Wayne Ray, with art direction by Jolene Lim, and recorded on Audio-Technica mics. Hi guys, it's Ernie here. You can follow me on Ernie TV on Instagram, and keep a lookout for my upcoming podcast, Bad Parents, a show that I'm going to be doing with my wife, so expect fireworks. Thank you for listening. See you soon.